0: See To wake up and live indeed, Uh, we are joined um, telephonically by Dr. Tolakele Sikuponi, who's a homeopathic doctor and uh, she's a family doctor as well and we affectionately call her Dr. Tolls. This morning we're talking about people already diagnosed with diabetes uh, but what they can do to assist them in the journey to controlling um, diabetes and living a holistic, good, and well-balanced life using homeopathy. Thank you very much for joining us, beautiful
1: Dr. Tolles. Morning, morning, Patricia. Morning, A.P. Good morning. morning. Are you well?
0: Yes, Dr. Tolles. We are strong. We are well. And uh, we are grateful for life. How are you?
1: Amen. I'm grateful for life indeed as well. And grateful to Almighty God that we can still do this. Oh, well, you
0: know what? Yesterday we came in and we uh, had a conversation. Not yesterday, last week. Look at me. We had a conversation uh, about uh, those who are pre-diabetic. Uh, Just remind us, please, or for those who didn't tune in last week, um, let us know in a nutshell uh, a summary of how those who are pre-diabetic can be assisted via homeopathy.
1: Yes, ma'am. So as mentioned, last week we had this conversation, and uh, being termed pre-diabetic means that your sugar levels are constantly high but they are not high enough for one to be diagnosed with diabetes. So, And now, today we're gonna be talking about when you are diagnosed with diabetes and what actually can be done for you. And in a nutshell, now it means you have moved from being pre-diabetic because that couldn't be regulated better. And now your levels are constantly high and higher to a venue where now we can turn you as a diabetic person. So this is a condition where your sugar level, so also known as your blood glucose, is too high, and this develops because there's what we call a pancreatic gland, and it does not produce enough insulin or any at all. Or when the cells of the body do not respond correctly or normally to the insulin hormone. and that is a term that we also slightly mentioned last week, which is, insulin resistance when your body does not actually respond to the insulin that has been produced by the pancreatic cells Mm. Mm.
0: and obviously with a a homeopathy you had said that adjusting lifestyle and uh, you know uh, taking certain herbs to balance yourself out could definitely help with preventing a full-on diabetes uh, uh, issue in one who's pre-diabetic Yes.
1: So lifestyle changes are of importance, and this is one topic we're going to cover in depth uh, depth next week regarding diabetes and diet, you know, and if it's not diet, stress could be the trigger. So I just wanted to unfold those two in detail so people can have an understanding. But mostly today, my main focus was to explain the types of diabetes that are there when one is already diagnosed with it. So people can have a better understanding of what condition they're dealing with and also to help prevent it from moving further and causing complications. Dr. Tuls,
0: now we are talking full-on diabetes. Um, explain to us what it is.
1: So, as mentioned again, diabetes is a condition when your blood sugar levels, also known as your blood glucose levels, are too high. And they are very high, but the most the common ones are type 1 as well as type 2, because the other ones mostly literally picked up by your healthcare practitioner and they will have to actually assist you accordingly because they need medical intervention. However, these two, they do need medical intervention, but I just want for us to distinguish the two and know when which one happens at, at what time. So we'll start with type 1, which we also deem it as incident dependent. So this means that your pancreatic gland does not produce insulin, which is the hormone that's needed for sugar to be moved from your blood into the cells to use as energy. So with this, it's dangerous because when without the insulin hormone, sugar is just residing in your blood and can be detrimental to one's health. That is where you find that one will be given an insulin injection to constantly inject themselves on a daily basis. Depending on how high their sugar levels are, they will either do it in the morning, the evening, and afternoon, or just once a day. And this one, normally, given up quickly, can be severe, and lead to complications known as diabetes-related ketoacidosis. And normally, when it gets to this point where people, uh, like a person, starts vomiting and having problems with fever, they actually need to seek medical assistance. Um, And this is mostly prevalent in children, but adults can have it too. Then type 2, that we call a non-insulin dependent, this means that your pancreas is able to actually produce the uh, the hormone called insulin, but then it's not doing enough. So it means your sugar levels in the blood are too high that the pancreas cannot meet the demands of that one, so that that sugar can be taken up by the cells and absorb the energy. Or if either your pancreas is producing too much, it's working over time, but unfortunately your body's not actually re- recognizing that insulin hormone, therefore you are insulin resistant. So this is the one that normally tends to develop in, I mean, later on in life, and it's slowly, some people do tend to have symptoms and some people don't. And this is where you can actually manage it while with Just so uh, as well as diet, which is the biggest factor, and those Mm. are the two.
0: Sure. So, diet, lifestyle, and obviously being predisposed to it.
1: Yes. Yeah. So, like last time, as you mentioned, uh, Mm -hmm. um, what you call this—the predisposing factors. So, people who are at high risk of developing it. So, when you are twenty percent more than your normal weight. Let's just say you're supposed to be a 70 kg, but now you find yourself weighing 90 kg. So it means you're at a higher risk of getting or developing type 2 diabetes low-skin. If you, you, there's an age factor, obviously, as I say, type 2 normally happens when you are older because of all these external factors, apart from the internal factors of perhaps maybe having a family history. These are the things that can actually trigger one to develop type 2 diabetes as well as that abdominal weight gaining. So when you have that pot belly, where we only think, ah, it's just that Sometimes it's not good because that indicates insulin resistance. So that is it.
0: But then it's also not only about the weight, uh, I suppose, um, because you do find people who look relatively healthy, trim, go to the gym, but find themselves uh, diagnosed with diabetes
1: you are perfectly right. Uh, we normally list weight as one of the predisposing factors or putting it at a high risk, just because of how you already are affecting how your body utilizes the sugar and because you are putting in excess calories, meaning excess food, excess sugar, that your body is not needing at that moment and therefore it can't balance. But yes, as I said, because of family history, it can occur in a person who already has a petite body and looks healthy, you know. And then as I said, the other factors, external factors that can trigger it would also be stress to the body mm. trauma, to the pancreas. So let's just say had an accident and the car impact really hit your abdominal area, like it, your stomach area really has tactically or heavily so. That would actually cause the pancreas to be damaged. And for some people it might not even recover. Sometimes it's a trigger of cancer that is actually situated in the pancreas, causing an abnormal production of the insulin hormone, or the killing of the cells that produce the hormone. So you are right.
0: Now, Doc, what are the types of diabetes? I'm hearing you talking type 1, type 2. What does it mean?
1: So, as I said, uh, oh, so quickly explaining about diabetes, uh, for one to understand is you take in food. As I said last time, that it's not we're not eating just for the good taste and fun, but we are eating to get energy and nutrients from that food. So when you take it, when you take the food in, it goes through digestion into the system, and your body needs to release into the uh, convert it to glucose, release into the blood. So when that happens, your pancreas needs to secrete what we call the insulin hormone, which is a key for the blood to, I mean the sugar to move from the blood and into the cells. So when I say the cells, I mean your heart, your eyes, each and every part of your body, your kidneys, they are made up of cells that need that energy from the blood. And the one key is the insulin hormone. So this type one, as mentioned again, this is the one that means your pancreas does not produce the hormone at all. It could be that your own body has attacked itself. That's why you can also find it more prevalent in more uh, in kids, in children, rather than in adults with type one. But then, adults can also develop it too in later stage. Then, with type two, this is a part where your pancreas is being overworked because of the poor lifestyle choices one tends to make, or because of a family history or trauma also to the pancreas. So, it's still able to. Uh, Produce the insulin hormone. It just needs assistance with either the right type of food as well as the right medication to make sure that the blood sugar levels are maintained well, and the cells are able to recognize the insulin hormone and uptake in the glucose from the bloodstream and use it as energy. Mm. Sure.
0: Now we've got a voice note from an ATM. Before we continue, alrighty. Good morning, ATMers and the doctor. I hope everybody is well this morning. Just wanted to ask the doctor about diabetes. And my question is Has diabetes become one of the most um, underlined um, conditions in people? And is it now seen as a silent killer? And how do I, as an individual, notice the early signs you know just before i even go to the doctor what are the early signs that i can see myself and uh, motivate myself to go to the doctor all hmm. right is it a silent
1: killer what, a, what what a scary question it is actually and she is right it's becoming one of the silent killers just like your high blood pressure your heart uh diseases and so forth And mostly because also of the food that we're eating today. And I always make mention of this, raw processed, high sugar food actually causes. But I really want to focus on the other question that she mentioned of what is it that I can check home before going to the doctor to see if I am diabetic or not, you know, like an indicator. So I always say that diabetes has these three symptoms that majority of people tend to struggle with, but obviously it, it varies with each individual. So the first one is feeling hungry all the time, despite that you've had a meal. And the reason being is the sugar is explained. The sugar is flooding the blood and not going into the cells. So your cells will constantly send a message to the brain saying, We're not getting energy. What must we do? We need food. So then your hunger receptors will be triggered and you'll be feeling hungry all the time because your body or rather your cells are not getting the energy from the food you're taking in since it's staying in the blood. The second one is urinating a lot. So your body is also smart. It will not allow the sugar levels to stay raised for longer periods. So it will always try to protect the blood vessels, the nerve itself. And you will pee a lot just to get rid of that excess sugar if the cells are not taking it up uh, to be used for energy. And the last one is As you are peeing, obviously you get thirsty because you are dehydrating yourself. And then your receptors of thirst will also be triggered in your brain to tell you that drink lots of water. And this is a smart way of your body protecting itself because the more water you drink and the more the sugar is residing in the blood and not being taken up by the cells. So at least because you go into the toilet and peeing, it would get rid of that excess sugar and prevent damages to the blood vessels as well as uh, the nerves. Other ones that one can notice is dry mouth, when you also have unintentional or unexplained weight loss and with no change in your eating patterns. That's a red flag. Then as it continues and progresses further, you find that people start experiencing numbness of the feet as well as uh, the toes. I mean, uh, the feet, the toes, which is also the hands, and the fingers. You also get this sharpshooting, tingling sensation that you don't understand why it happens. Most of the time, it will happen when it's cold, but it can happen any time when it comes to diabetes. You also struggle with blurry vision. You struggle with tiredness, because obviously, you're not getting the energy you need from your sugar levels, that is in the blood, the food that you've taken in, to be used as energy, you know? And then mm-hmm. another last two is you've got slow healing wounds. So a scat, a pimple, that one could have uh, further modernized and caused it to form a scat. Instead of healing within a week or two, it takes longer just because of the sugar levels are out of balance. And then lastly, you find that you have problems with skin infections, which is the uh, yeast infection, brush, or you also get vaginal brush women. So that is when your, you get itching sensation in the virgin, vaginal area. You get a discharge that is cottage cheese thick, clammy coming out, and that shows that your sugar levels are out of balance. Mostly, with women, it's easier to point out in that way. But do be please be mindful of the symptoms listed above, and that will be your indicate. Even if it's just one of them that is concerning to you as a patient, you know, or as an individual, do contact us will be able to guide you accordingly and assist you quickly without having these symptoms progress further to cause complications because mm-hmm. these are just your minor entry ones. The more you leave it for longer, more damage happens to your blood vessels and the nerves so because that's what your, the, what you call this? The high uncontrolled sugar levels do.
0: Sure. This is a serious one. And if it, it goes undiagnosed for a long time and uh, the symptoms not uh, given attention, um, is it fatal?
1: It can be. It really can be. Because then what happens is that you find that people start complaining of chest pain. You find that they are they're constantly having achy, shortness of breath around their chest area. So now this is where it starts damaging the blood vessels as well as the nerves of your heart. So now you are turned or put in a category of having a heart disease. So at any given moment, you can also have a heart attack. And the worst part about it is that it, because it it damages the blood vessels, it causes hardening of those blood vessels, a term we call atherosclerosis. So that can lead to high blood pressure, another chronic disease now, so it's that two. and it can also lead to a stroke. Another thing that can happen is with the nerve damage from the blood vessels being damaged, you get that tingling sensation I was telling you about now becomes more pronounced. It becomes an everyday thing and it becomes intense. You know, uh, your eyes also get that sharp-shooting pain, which is unbearable and the blurry vision. You get lower back pain because of the kidneys are also getting damaged in the process. And then for males, they actually tend to have erectile dysfunction because the nails are being damaged and the blood flow is not good. And females tend to have vaginal dryness. The most scary part is when you start getting amputation of the limbs because now if the feelings are gone. There's no more nutrients going to that side. And that's where it hurts the most.
0: So, yeah. Mm, okay. 18 minutes. This thing yeah. is
1: serious. This one it's, is very yeah. serious.
0: It's serious. Doc, you've given us uh, the crucial signs and symptoms we want to check out for. Now... I, I'd like you to take us through to, um, you know, okay, th- in depth on the complications of uncontrolled diabetes for a prolonged period, um, uh, either than just it being fatal. Yeah. Please just repeat that, sorry. I kind of lost a bit. What are the complications of uncontrolled diabetes for a prolonged period?
1: Yeah, so... The, the points that I've mentioned are the heart disease, the amputation, the nerve damage. And I think the most scary one as well is when you start losing your limbs as well as start losing your organs. So obviously in the long run, other people might need uh, a kidney transplant, a heart transplant. And the sad part is that you will not be considered first because they'll be like, you are failing to actually control your sugar levels, which is something that can be completely managed very well not also needing uh to see your doctor on that regular basis after you've established the base obviously but in the initial stages you need uh, to assist you accordingly and explain how we've done today on what it is what it does to your body and how to serve your body well so that you actually wouldn't feel like this is a death sentence or a silent killer as our teamer mentioned another one would be people who tend to be affected on their skin as mentioned and their um oral health so they're getting inflamed scars feeding of their thumbs and skin that has that uh, uneven rash and use infection uh which makes it uneven and darkening of the area certain parts of the body so you see then that when you're not controlling your the, the sugar levels in your system not taking care of it and prolonged uh periods of it leads to such symptoms, it can also affect your mental and emotional because now you'll be stressed, you'll be worried as to what's happening. Mm. And studies do point out that people who have problems with uncontrolled sugar levels tend to be depressed more than your average people. So that's another thing we need to also look at holistically so.
0: Sure. Doc, now we want to get help. (laughs) Where do we get the help?
1: So, we pray but for such knowledge and understanding of how to actually go about the human body and accessing it to heal itself. And that is also defining what homeopathy is. And as I mentioned last week, last Friday, that when you're pre-diabetic, homeopathy can come in very nicely to access in a holistic manner for the mental, emotional, and physical aspects of your body. But what's lovelier is that it will actually also target those Organs that are very important when it comes to uh, regulating your blood sugar levels, preventing complications, as mentioned. So it doesn't only look at at treating the symptoms as they come, but from the first go on receiving supplementation or any medication from us, you know that you are able to uh, see yourself through it in terms of maintenance and regulating it and keeping it controlled, which is lovely without any side effects. So, the pre-diabetic medication are also able to assist you when you're diabetic. So, it's a, it's, it's a winner because that means it prevents one to getting to that point of having those complications that we've mentioned of heart disease, of nerve damages, of amputation, and so forth. So, but you look at things, obviously, that will infuse, um, what you call this, remedies or medication that would assist in supporting the pancreas as well. Because sometimes your body is ready to receive the insulin hormone, but unfortunately the pancreas might be struggling a bit or was just slightly, you know, caused an imbalance and now we can restore it back to balance, and which is something that's rare. Homeopathy is able to target just that. So if you see anybody, any one of you, a, um, an A-teamer who's listening and feels like, you know what, I'm uncertain about this, you can definitely give us a call and we are able to assist you accordingly so that we can spot this before it escalates to something more happening. I hear you,
0: I hear you. Is it a long-term, um, uh, uh, you know, journey that an 18-year-old would take via homeopathy?
1: You know what I love about homeopathy is that it can be part of your lifestyle and that you only talk about, that's first and foremost. And yes, when you're diabetic, with well, type 1 it will be a lifelong thing honestly speaking however because you are going to need an insulin injection which is something that in homeo uh, we will not prescribe but we will prescribe you with medication that actually makes you or makes yourself more insulin sensitive so meaning they are receptive to the key which is that uh, insulin hormone that when your sugar levels are high in the blood it will be able to take it in. You know the the remedies do just that. They sensitise your body very nicely so that it can receive uh, the sugar levels. And then when it comes to type two, once we actually explain to a person what type two is and how it is contributed, slowly like a large percentage is contributed by diet. Then and they start fixing that. They can find themselves not depending on medication, but rather their lifestyle of making food, their medicine helping them do this work back to balance. So that's the type of journey we follow through the people and make sure that, as our patients, we guide you accordingly every step of the way so that you can understand this work and, most importantly, be your own doctor at home to know how to deal with whatever side effects you might be getting from uncontrolled sugar levels.
0: Doctor Tolls, how do our A-Teamers get in touch with you for the knowledge and your assistance as a homeopathic doctor and a family doctor?
1: Yes, ma'am. So my number is zero six three five zero two two nine seven four. I repeat zero six three five zero two two nine seven four. By email, I'm Dr. T at icloud.com and on all my social media platforms I go by Dr. Tolles. Thank you so much, Patricia, for having me. Thank you so much, Dr.
0: Tolls. It's always such a great pleasure um, getting wisdom and knowledge from you.
1: Amen. We praise God.
0: Now, A-teamers, we love hearing from you, especially when you rant and rave about being with us. You know, just marking the register, just letting us know that you are here with us this morning. Uh, We've got a message from an A-teamer who hasn't given us their name, uh, but the A-teamer says, good morning. I'm enjoying the show. Have a great weekend ahead. We're enjoying the fact that we are with you 18 months.